I, I wake up every day happy. I don't dread coming to work, you know, being with these guys and, and coming into this shop. There's, there's some kind of magic in here that I can't explain. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm still trying to search for what that magic is and I still don't know. But one thing's for sure is that I'm, I'm always gonna be here, man. And, and I love it here, bro. I love what I do. What you just heard right there is a sound bite from today's show, which you're about to hear. But that was Mitch, who is a barber at one of the premier barber shops here in the city of Ottawa, House of Barons. And there's actually a couple locations, but I went to the one downtown that's in the Byward Market on Sussex. And man, what an experience that was. It was everything I ever imagined your traditional barber shop to look like. Right from when I walked in, it the interior brick, the decorations, and just the atmosphere. It was a true traditional barbershop environment. And that is something that I've wanted to cover on this podcast for a while because, you know, the barbershop traditions and the social aspect behind it and the cultural um, side to it too is, is massive. And it's always been something I found very interesting and a unique idea. So I wanted to cover that in a way for you guys that made sense because I wanted to stay true to that traditional aspect of it and to keep it as genuine as possible so what I decided to do is go into the barbershop get a haircut from one of their top barbers and chalk it up with him as well as the GM Joshua from House of Barons and you know talk about the origins of the shop and do it in a way that was natural and, you know, what better way than to do it just by getting my haircut? You guys know how it is. You've been in a barber shop or gotten your haircut before. And that's what it's like. And because of that, we just got into some natural conversations um, just about life, just about everything, the city of Ottawa. And, man, it was amazing. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So I'm going to stop talking now and we're going to get into it. Um, but, yeah, guys, if you want to watch the video version of it, there's a link in the description. Um, it's it's an amazing place. You, you got to check it out. House of Barons, here it is. We're out of the studio today. I'm welcomed into the House of Barons. I'm sitting next to who we got here. We got Josh and Mitch. How are we doing, boys? Good. How are Great, you, brother. Man? Great. Hey, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me in here. Um, this this is like the first time I'm doing a Down in the City episode out of the studio. So this is, this is pretty dope. I want to do more of this stuff. This place, like, dude, this place is insane. I'm walking around here, and this is the coolest barbershop I've ever seen. Thank you so much, brother. That means a lot to us. Like not even with an auto. Like I'm not. I'm from close to the GTA, and like the like you could see the history in here. It's amazing. The brick wall. I love the Christopher Walken signs. You got a Walken sign at the front. You got another picture up here. Like I, I don't know. The vibe here is it's it's unbelievable. I love it. Absolutely. I think it's a, a clear like depiction of like Ottawa, like all mm -hmm. the different cultures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like we've had people that are born and raised in Ottawa, and then you have a gentleman like me, I'm the general manager, and I'm from Brazil originally. Mitch is from Toronto, um, he has Filipino background. 
we've had gentlemen that are from Rwanda, gentlemen that are from Barbados. So I believe it really shows what Ottawa is all about. Mm, you know yeah. I mean? So let's kind of start with that. Actually, I'm not just here to interview you guys. I'm also here to get a haircut. I need to get fixed up. I got a mop on my head right now. It's been like this for a minute. The COVID life. Mitch, I need you to fix me up, brother. Mm-hmm. Man, you know I got you. So what are you thinking about doing for today? I don't know, man. Like, I kind of just want you to, like, have your way with it, to be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you, let you do your thing, look at my head, make me look good. I got you, man. You know I got you. I'll get started. Right, That's, like, bless. the best thing to do with a barber. That's, like, the same thing, the best thing to do with, like, a tattoo artist or, like, uh, maybe a chef. You know what I mean? Let them do their thing. Yeah. Like, when you let a barber or whatever, like, if you, depending on what you got going on, but if you allow someone to be creative with whatever they do best, I think you're going to get a good outcome. Like, you got to trust the craft. Like, they're doing this for a reason. You Absolutely. Know? Like, Mitch, you're here for a reason, you know? So I'm just going to let you do your thing. Yeah. Is that too tight right there? Is that all right? That feels good. But um, I mentioned at the start the history of this place, so I kind of want to start with that. How, like, what is the history of this place? Give me it, the origins. My, You want to hear, like, my story of it or Mitch's story of it? Let's, let's start with you. With me? Um, for me, I've been coming here since I was 12 years old. My bosses, uh, they owned a salon that was here prior to this. So they've been collectively here for many years. Um, So I started coming here when I was 12. I'm currently turning 28. So you see how it really turns like full circle and everything like that. I've been working for the company for like six years. So I guess like the whole history with House of Barons was to create an environment where men can feel like men again. Um, But with that being said, it's evolved into a place where everyone can feel welcome. Um, and it's a really cool place to be. I find it very magical. It has like this, like, I don't even know how to describe it, man. You have to really, uh, come here to, uh, to feel it. But, yeah. uh, a lot of clients tell me this and a lot of barbers who work here tell me this and it's, uh, a humbling, uh, feeling and experience. Yeah. No, you hear that a lot when it comes to barbershops, like the environment that's mm-hmm. within here, you know? So like, where do you think that that comes from? Like, well, wh- wh- why is the vibes in here? Like it just drives people to want to like have that sports talk at the barbershop, you know, even like people get emotional with it, talk about their personal lives, you know, Mm -hmm. the best like social aspect, like the best part of the barbershop is like the social aspect you get with it. I agree. Um, I think that starts from like the beginning of, uh, of like barbershop history. And I'm not like the best guy to speak on it because I have so many friends that are really passionate about this and they could like really like give you dates and like, um, specific names and stuff like that but that's always been like an essence of the barbershop you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. a place where you can go make sure that you feel your best look your best but also a place where you could feel at home and talk about your your issues your uh positive things you got going on in your life it doesn't always have to be about you know always about the negative things like there's a lot of positive things that we do in here as well so People come in here and tell me, oh, I just got a new job or this, that, the third. You know what I mean? So there's a lot that goes on. It feels like this place is kind of like very for the culture of Ottawa. I feel you get all types of people in in and out of here. And it feels like everyone's kind of start within the city, even if they are like barbers, was here. Like, how do you feel about this place being a culture builder for the city of Ottawa? I'm honored. Like, what what an accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, I can't say that was me. That comes from everyone that's been in this building, from clients to the owners, to the barbers, to myself, to the front desk guys, to the cleaners, to whatever, man. It, that's what mm-hmm. makes this place special. It's not just one person or, you know what I mean? Yeah, so 
you like worked your way up though because you initially started as a front desk guy yeah and yeah. now you're gm like how honestly it's kind of rare to hear about that now because that's the kind of thing you hear like with like my parents generation is like start from the ground work your way up no one really wants to hear that these days so like what like how did this come to be like like what was that journey like to get to where you are now um i was going through a lot man i was a young man i was like i don't know maybe like 18 19 around that age and i was going through my own personal things in life and i was going back to college like i dropped out of high school was going back to college was figuring who i am and everything like that going through my personal things i just moved back from montreal i was living in montreal for quite some time um, I used to dance, so I was doing different things with my life, and I completely did like a 360. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you ever do shows here in the shop? Give people a little. Oh, get show? down! No one wants to get down with me, man. I'll smoke <laughs> them. They don't want to get down. This is uh, you got served in here, son. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, nah. Um, so I I came back to the city, and I I was just trying to like uh, change my lifestyle. And I came to these guys. Cause I, like I said, I, I've known them since I was 12 years old. Like they're family members, um, Frankie, um, Dominic. And also at the time there was another owner by the name of Jesse. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've known all these guys for a long time. Right. So I looked up to them and everything like that. And I was like, Hey man, I'm looking for, for an opportunity. Like I didn't really care what I had to do at that time. I was humbling myself to, to figure out what my next step was. And I was in, uh, business school. So mm. I was going to Algonquin at the time for business management, entrepreneurship. Wow, just really so, trying to find your way. Yeah, I was, I was figuring myself out. And this yeah. place allowed me to to do that. I'm still, like, it doesn't end, right? Like, you don't yeah. just figure yourself out like that. Like, it's uh, for everything for the rest of my life. But this chapter has been really important for me. Wow. Yeah, so what kind of do you feel is the next chapter? Because we talked earlier and you said that this place has been around since 2013, like eight, nine years now, mm -hmm. but it still feels like you guys are just kind of getting started. Like, what do you mean by that? It's always good to go back to your foundations, your basics, the things that got you to where you want to be or where you think you want to be. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that. Like I, I talk to my guys every day. Like these aren't just like my thoughts. So like I bounce ideas off them. Like, Hey man, like, what do you think we need to do? Like, do we need to give our clients, um, rewards do we need to give back to our community do we need to do this do we need to do that so um i feel like we're going back to that right now with after covid and everything like that because obviously right now everyone's so focused on um making money and all this stuff right but as we've seen <laughs> for a long time and with covid now that um anything can happen right away right yeah. like things can switch so Right now, our focus is more uh, on making sure that we're okay and that we're happy and that we're making other people happy too, right? right? The money will come as we do that, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, so kind of like speaking on COVID, you know, there's this notion I've heard of recently, it's called the unlearning, you ever heard of that? No, elaborate. The unlearning, it's like what we already know at this point in time is actually hindering us from like growing and like our full, hitting our full potential. Mm. So to hit our full potential, we have to kind of unlearn whatever we know, you know, walk our way back down the mountain to make it back to the top. You always have to do that in life. Like you can't always think that you're going to be at the top all the time. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I, I can't remember. I heard like a good quote before. Um, like all the best climbers, like they, they come down, right? They don't stay right. up there forever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's kind of like what I was thinking with COVID. It's like, 
we had to kind of unlearn everything. Everything's new again. So we got to get back to the top. So what has it been like navigating your guys' way through COVID with, with the shop? Um, I could speak on it on my perspective, but Mitch could like say a little something on it too, if he wanted to. That's my bad. Um, you know what? Like, honestly, man, it's, uh, it, it's been a tough time for everyone. You know, like I, I don't, I don't know of anyone that didn't have a tough time. You know, um, but uh, you know, trying to make it back to the top, it's tough. You know, there's a lot of people who, you know, despite you know maybe getting the vaccine, this and that. You know, there's still a lot of people who are a little bit iffy with coming in because maybe they got people that um, they have at risk at you know at home with them, right? So. For them not to be coming, you know, they could be the type of people that were coming every week. Every this is one weeks. of their favorite places to come. You yes, know what I mean? Like, like every, this is where every, they unwind. Every like. lunch break, they'd be here for their half an hour lineup, whatever cleanup mm -hmm. or haircut, and then they go back to work. Um, but yeah, like we still haven't seen a lot of our main dudes, you know, coming in, you know, for their biweekly haircuts. So it's tough, you know, and they could either be going to another establishment, maybe somewhere closer. And by all means, you know, there's enough people in, in, in the city for everyone to be happy, for everyone to be successful, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not going to stop anyone from being successful. You know, it's, it's such a tight-knit community that, um, you know, regardless of whatever barbershop you work at, hey, man, we're always going to show love, mm -hmm. right? So if, if we... If, if we, we don't support each other, who else will? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like for you, Mitch, you were kind of speaking on like that energy where people just come in here biweekly just to kind of shoot the shit, come on lunch and missing that. Is that kind of what got you into this uh, career path? Is that like that energy or was it something else? So my whole origin story of this place was my girlfriend at the time, uh, now wife, um, is uh, she, she was she was from here. So, you know, being from Scarborough. Always had to do the whole Greyhound trip coming down here. Oh, I right? know those too well, man. And, um, you know, trying to figure out a place, you know, at 18, 19 years old, you know, where am I going to get my hair cut? I remember waiting for her to finish school, uh, walking down, you know, Sussex, and I was like, okay, the door's open, you know, walked in, decided to get a business card, just wanted to see what the vibe was looking like, right? Mm. And then um, I remember telling myself, damn, if I ever learn how to cut hair, this is where I want to work. I had I had no idea what I was, you know, what what, wow. you know, any any idea of wanting to cut, no idea. So it was coming here that kind of drove you to that. I guess so, but it really what really changed um, when I when I went back home was you know at the time everything was starting to get really expensive. I remember my brother telling me, you know, um, you know you like you need to have like some kind of side hustle you know during this time right like a nine to five isn't going to cut it anymore you know so you got to find that little side hustle that's going to get you you know a little bit of cash here a little bit of cash there just to keep you happy right for your own spending right nine to five is probably gonna take care of all your bills this and that right so um i remember when he told me that i was like all right you know let me learn how to cut your hair and and i remember him telling me um yeah, it's, you know what? It's okay if you mess up. Just make sure you get better. Um, the following day, I cut his hair. It took about an hour and 45 minutes or something like that. Watch a bunch of YouTube videos just to uh, just to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Um, so you learned to cut hair through YouTube videos. I learned how to cut through YouTube. 
Jesus. A lot of a lot of men's are like that. A lot of people learn that way, man. And they start in the basement. Mitch, where did you start first giving your first haircuts? Kitchen. Kitchen. Kitchen is a good spot wow. to start. I started in the kitchen. And uh, I remember doing my, you know, my brother's haircut for the first time an hour and 45 minutes. Um, that same day, uh, his friend called him. And he's like, yo, I got a wedding that I'm going to go to, like, uh, in the East End. Uh, but I just finished work, and obviously all the barbershops are closed at night, right? So, you know, do you know of anyone that's learning how to cut hair or, or even just cutting hair at the, at the moment, you know, that can give me a cut? And it was like, oh, my brother's learning, you know. Let me ask him if he wants to do it. Turned out it was just going to be like a, you know, simple bald fade buzz cut kind of thing. I was like, all right, you know what, I'll do it. He asked me, you know, how much do you charge? I told him, bro, I'm just learning right now. Let you don't need, I'll do it for free. And he's like, nah, 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 I can't, I can't do that. How, how's 20? 20's cool? I was like, yeah, man, 20's cool. Did his haircut, turned out fine. Bro, the moment I touched that first $20 bill, man, it was a wrap for me. I just kept going with it, I never looked back. I took pharmacy tech in school, uh, finished it, and, um, you know. Educated me. barbers, son, educated barbers. Oh my goodness. Stay educated out here. <laughs> um, Man, I, I, I wake up every day happy. I don't dread coming to work, you know, being with these guys and, and coming into this shop. There's there's some kind of magic in here that I can't explain. And, um, you know, I'm still trying to search for what that magic is, and I still don't know. But one thing's for sure is that I'm, I'm always going to be here, man, and, and I love it here, bro. I love what I do. I'm way too happy right now. So wow. having you here, you know, being able to, to do this and – you know, give you a haircut at the same time, bro. Man, it's an honor. Yeah, man, that that's that's amazing to hear. I love that story, like start to finish, how you got your start. And speaking on, like you said, people would start, you know, first their first cuts in the kitchen. This place that used to be a kitchen, didn't it? Where we are right now? Yeah. So like right in this corner uh, was the kitchen of a sister's home, and we are standing in the chimney of their stone oven, which is pretty awesome. Jeez, so yeah, we weren't lying when we said there's history in this place. Man. Ottawa culture. Also, I heard like a little like fun fact about this place. The tiles are like deliberately off off place or something like that. You'd have to ask Mitch. Like that's our uh, boss's father that did that. Yeah, so there's like a couple of pieces of the 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 tile that were, I guess they came off and they kind of made them offset. So that's kind of like, you know, uh, their stamp of, of each of the owners in the shop. So it's kind of hard to see where they would be on the floor, but they're somewhere there. I could find you a little piece. Yeah, they're somewhere there. They're somewhere there. <laughs> How good of your guys is, I guess you, you don't actually cut hair, Josh. I don't focus uh, on any hair cutting at all, man. I don't cut hair at all. Period. So I guess this is just for you, Mitch. But how, like, how good have your social skills gotten through cutting hair? Because it's like one of the, like whenever you go to they always say like if you want to like vent go to the barber if you want to talk with someone go to the barber shop it's just so how good have your social skills gotten since then you know obviously i think through the pandemic it's been you know we learn to make eye contact now because you can't you we have the face covering all the time so being able to look face to face you know eye to eye to someone you know like a lot of people sometimes they just look down on their phone and, and talking and stuff right yeah. but being able to have that connection with someone and, and, and looking them straight into the eye man it feels a lot more uh what's the word i'm trying to look for um authentic 
you know, like you're actually listening, right? Rather mm -hmm. than just words, you know, coming out of your mouth and going through one ear, mm -hmm. you know? I think one big part of being a good communicator is also being a good listener, right? We have to listen to people's, uh, um, doesn't have to, I like, I don't always want people to think like people come here to tell their problems. They tell us really good things too, but when it comes to problems or good things, whatever it, being a good listener, listener mm. is a part of communicating mm. as well. I believe, like actually, that want to to like be engaged, like yeah. actually giving a like shit. Like I, I care, I give a yeah. shit. Like I'm not just you know. Yeah. <laughs> I actually give a shit about what you're talking about, like what we're doing right now. Yeah. Organic. You give a shit about this place and the employees too, man. Because I asked you like, hey, let's do this interview. You're like, I need my boy Mitch in here. These He's are my brothers. They're my brothers. Like, I spend more time with these guys than I do with my loved ones. You know what I mean? You can call my mom. You can call my girlfriend. You can be like, hey, is he ever home? No, I'm with these guys working. <laughs> Actually, you want to tell them to come home right now? <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they, they love me so much and they see how much I care about this place that they let me do my thing. They're like, mm. do what you're supposed to do. That's love too out. right there. Yeah, bro. What? Because it, it allows me to make my mistakes too, you know? Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Because like, like, where did that come from? Because it takes a while for people to have that growth to realize like, hey, you're like, hey, I can't just do this interview, me and you. I need my boy here for it. Because like you're saying, it's a team. Like, what humbled you along this journey to realize that it takes a village? So, so many experiences through life from as a young boy to now. You know what I mean? I can't just relate it to like one specific uh, incident or anything like that. But I think just the way I grew up, people who know me know that's how I roll. And I'll always be that way. I'm not going to change. Like... Yeah, we can talk about House of Barons and yeah, I can really like hype myself up and let you know what I do here because I do do a lot. But without you, without him, without whatever, the janitor, without anyone, I wouldn't be able to do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm a servant of my community. Like I'm not uh, right. not in it for myself. I, I can't. If I was in it for myself, I wouldn't even do this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No facts. For no, real. I feel that because you speak on the community. That's kind of why we do what we do, too. It's because. We want to explore the community, showcase what the community is about, and let's actually talk about that. How do you feel about the city of Ottawa, it, just in general? Like, I hear people, I hear a lot of mixed ratings about Ottawa, if you will, especially being a new I hate people city. Who, who hate on Ottawa, bro. If you live here and you're hating on this city, sheesh, you need to leave, man, because this city is awesome. I'm, I'm not from here originally. I'm from Brazil. I moved here in, like, early 2000s. Um, I love it here. I understand the, the mixed feelings about it, the fact that we're a government uh, city and all this, blah, blah, blah. But um, I love it here, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Even if I have my mixed feelings about it, even where I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could go out a little bit later. I wish uh, people had a different mentality about this or that. Um, I still really love it here, man. I love everything about it. What's the draw? It's home. For mm. me, it's home. Like... That's just speaking um, my uh, reality, but... Uh, Is it the people that make it feel like that? Yeah, they, they play a factor, right? Like, without the people, it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I, I like uh, going to different parts of the city and seeing different communities, you know what I mean? Like, I, mm -hmm. I grew up in the West, and, like, you have a lot of Lebanese people. You have a lot of people from uh, Ethiopia, from, you know, all different parts of the world, and that's what makes ottawa so beautiful mm -hmm. i'm from brazil bro like i'm you know i'm not i'm from the amazon like i'm surprised yeah. i'm here you know <laughs> what i mean like like it's amazing 
I, I love being here. But yeah, the, I, I understand why people are like, oh, it's boring. Oh, it's this. Like, hey, man, get involved. Yeah. Go meet some people. Yeah. Like, like well, what do you think the city needs for it to kind of hit that next step? I think we need to support each other more. I think we need to uh, give our resources to each other. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of old money here. Um, like, I'm ready to see that next generation step up. And and there is. Look look what we're doing right now. Yeah. I'm 28 Facts. years old, bro. Like, yeah. I, I run one of the most popular barbershops in the city. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so... How does that feel? Progress. Like, just saying that. How does that feel? I'm honored. I'm humbled. Like, I, it makes me want to cry. Like, I'm... It... Once again, it hasn't just been me, bro. Like, it's been a lot of hard work from a lot of different people. So I can't just, like, you know, it's not mm -hmm. all me. Like, there's no way we would have got here yeah. just with me. Um, one thing about the city I will say, um, I'm originally from Burlington, which is just outside of Toronto. Um, back in the GTA, it feels very, very cutthroat. Mm. Everyone's kind of, like, staying in your own lane. You know what I mean? Like, not really trying to help each other grow. Like, more so just do it on your own. Mm -hmm. Well, as when I came here and started this company in 2018, it was very welcoming, you know, like everyone's like, hey, like how can we help you out? How can we support? How can we help this grow? Cause like everyone sees potential in everyone here. I hear so much of that from people from all the, like where they're from, you know what I mean? Whether they're from LA or whether they're from Montreal, whether they're from Vancouver, like I always see people move away and it's either they'll flourish to the fullest, like they'll love it like where they're at and they'll really be mm -hmm. accepted or they'll be like, oh, I hate this place. but. That's what I see most times is like that mm. people like move away and have to like, like, I feel like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I got to move away from Ottawa. You know what I mean? Like, and then that's, uh, that's not a good feeling. Like I should be able to do everything that I want to do here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the one thing too, is like people have like made it have, have there's like success stories from people in this city. They just go and leave after. Absolutely, bro. We got Paul Anka. We got uh, what homie Shane Smith from Vice. Like mm. Ottawa's got yeah. so much yeah. talent. Like, come yeah. on now. Like it's, it's popping over here. It's crazy, man. So like, what, what, what makes you want to leave then? Shopify. Like, potentially? Um, I just want, I think it's like, I'm going to the next chapter of my life. You know what I mean? Like I've been in Ottawa for 20 plus years. Um, I've done a lot here. I'm very proud of this place. I don't know if I'll like completely just detach myself from here. Um, but I think I'm ready to, to try something new in my life. And it doesn't mean that I'm closing the door here. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if uh, if I want to have business over here or if I my mom still lives here, you know what I mean? Like I'm not just going to completely leave Ottawa. Um, right. You know, I have property over here, too. Like I got things going on here. But um I just think I'm ready for that next chapter once again. Like if I can make that um, into a simple thing. No, yeah. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Um, one thing we've been doing recently is these little pop-up podcasts. We'll hit the streets and we'll just set up our mics and just do like interviews with the people. With just kind of get the people involved. I heard you guys do that too, but for haircuts, the pop-ups. Like, well, what's that like? We've done so many different types. Mitch, you want to speak on some? Um, actually, you know, what's funny, like I wasn't able to be a part of some of them, uh, but we did do a hair show up in, uh, in Toronto, forgot what the venue was called. Um, but, uh, we had like our, our little house of Barons tent set up. We brought in our antique chair, um, from 1890, I believe it's 1890. Yeah, it's a beautiful uh, chair. Beautiful chair. 
um, and we we did like a couple of demo haircuts, you know, and chopped it up with you know some of the best in the world, some of the best in Canada. So it was really really awesome to see it from that light because you know I I always found that we kind of kept it a little bit low key, did more local stuff, uh, but just to be on that stage um, for you know how many hours we were there uh, was definitely a great experience. Uh, we've I think in the past we've done a lot of stuff for like um, the mayor. Yeah, we've done stuff with the mayor. Yeah, yeah. We've done uh, stuff for the mission. Um, we used to be. Uh, we used to work with a company called uh, a nonprofit organization. I'm trying to remember their name. What's uh, the, the Rolling Bus? The, the Rolling Barber. It? The Rolling Barber. The Rolling Barber. Yeah. yeah. So they had like a, a school bus, and they would like pull up to, I guess, less fortunate um, areas and okay. try to provide people who you know can't afford a haircut or need a haircut or whatever the case may be you know what I mean like they might go to the to the mm -hmm. mission whatever um and make sure that people have that as well and it's really nice man you see it changes uh people's uh, perspective um it makes them feel good like their whole persona changes you know what I mean mm -hmm. when you get a haircut I don't know. You could. I'm sure you could speak on that as a person who gets <laughs> nice haircuts. You know what I mean. I'm like, getting one right now, and exactly. I'm feeling reborn <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> the phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning to new man. I could. I haven't even seen it yet, but nah, I feel like, dude, you're about to fly. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. This is the first of many. Yeah. Mitch is a special barber, man. Like, I met him when I first came here. Mitch, do you remember what I was wearing the first day I came in here? All black with grills. <laughs> and glasses <laughs> never forget them <laughs> so i came in here and he was stressed out about a haircut and he had a fedora on and uh i think he had detroit detroit red wings on i think that's what you were rocking with the jeans um and he was stressed out about a haircut because uh, a client like sometimes this happens in the industry um and a lot of people don't know about this a lot of people come in and they don't know what type of haircut they want you know what i mean so what can happen is you'll give them a haircut and the idea that they had in their head isn't really that. Yeah. And uh, you might give them two, three haircuts in one. You know what I mean? And that was the situation with Mitch that day. And it was, right. it was the end of his day and he was pretty stressed out. And I, it was a funny situation to see him there and now because now he's like my top barber. He, he represents us to the fullest. You know what I mean? He's a wall educator. Like he's not just like your regular barber. He's really that dude. Cause that's the thing too, like it, there's more than just giving out a good haircut too that makes a good barber. Absolutely, bro. Anyone could cut hair, like, but to be the full package, to be an entrepreneur, to be um, a person who can have good conversation, a person who can listen, um, man, it takes takes a lot more than just like mm. cutting hair. You gotta like in this shop, you gotta sweep, you gotta do towels, you gotta answer the phone, you gotta really like take care of people yeah you know what i mean give them a drink give them a coffee give them a beer whatever it may be at the time does it does it feel weird to you josh like being the gm of a barbershop and never cutting hair before or does it feel like it's so natural to me because i've always been in barbershops ever since i was a young boy you know what mm -hmm. i mean so my dad brought me to a barbershop so i really i think I don't like saying I'm, ugh, I don't like hyping myself up, bro, but I also am very proud of myself and the work that I do. Um, I think I am the perfect candidate to be in this position because of how much I love what I do and love mm. this. Like, I love the chairs. I love the smell of the shop. I love the way 
it makes people feel i it, there's not one aspect even the, the shitty parts of it man i i i don't uh i love cleaning the toilet i love you know what i mean <laughs> being stressed out that my guys are late or whatever it may be you know what i yeah, mean yeah. like every aspect of it i can't just love the good i love the bad too that's how you really bad. know you love it man yeah like because like i can kind of relate to you on that because like i'm 23 years old i just graduated and I see like friends of mine that are now off, you know, with their salary jobs after being like graduated. I'm out here like trying to start our own business. And sometimes I have those days where it's like, fuck that salary job looks nice right now. Yeah. But you know, like in hindsight, when I think about it, those stressful days, like I, like I eat them up, like at the same time, like, mm -hmm. it, like I think about them, like there's nothing I'd rather be doing right now yes. than this right here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like stressing out over someone, like you said, someone being late, something not happening. Right. It's cause that's, it's all about adjusting. Me, how are I mean? you gonna react when that happens you know what i mean like you could exactly. do the positive or do the negative like it that's on you bro like yeah. life is actually pretty simple we just tend to overcomplicate it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. 100%. life is simple it's just you know it's just all decision making and you know you make mistakes growing up but i feel like once you get to that certain age that like, is it really a mistake like it depends once again what you mm -hmm. do with it do you mm -hmm. learn from it mm -hmm. do you and it's okay to also be like pissed about a situation sometimes too. You know what I mean? Like, you know how people are always like, learn from all your mistakes, learn from this. Yeah. Like, yo, sometimes you don't want to learn, bro. Sometimes you just want to be pissed <laughs> and that's okay too. We're human. And sometimes you just got to make that mistake too, knowing yeah. it's a mistake. Yeah, of course. And own up to it. Mm -hmm. If you can't own up to your own shit, like, you know what I mean? And I mean, yeah, like kudos to people that are like able to work, you know, nine to five, do your thing. Salary, like I, sometimes I wish I could just do that. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, I feel like there's kind of more to it. You know, like you said, when you first walked in here, like you just, you ended up working here now. Mm -hmm. Like it's just that vibe to it. And you just kind of like go to whatever is calling you, I feel like. And it's amazing to be in a spot like this where it's like-minded individuals like that. Like it feels at home right now because we all kind of have that same kind of wavelength, I feel like. And I feel like you guys draw that type of people through your clients as well. Yeah. We're lucky. We're very blessed. Mm. No, it's amazing, man. Ooh. How do you what? feel about being here for the first time, man? Like, how do you feel meeting us? Man, Being feels, not from here. Honestly, man, like one of the scariest things for people in a new town is finding that new barber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog, it's a daunting task. So, like, I've never gotten my hair cut in Ottawa, and I've been here for, since 2016. Mm -hmm. so, and why is that? Because I always go back home to get it because I'm scared. Okay, and who, but, who are the homies back home? We got to uh, shout out the homies my boy right Shamik. now. Shamik. Shout out Shamik's to Shamik. My boy, he's actually. You're doing uh, numbers, bro. He's actually, uh, him and my uncle were friends growing up through high school. So hey. it's like, he's close to the family. Also, Even my better. grandfather, my nonno on my uh Oh, you're side. Italian. I'm Italian. Hey, yeah. let's he go. Started a we're an salon. Italian establishment here, bro. <laughs> Congrats on the, the, the win. Yeah, yeah hey, let's you. go Euro Thank Cup. Thank you. I had a huge, Papa Americano. I had a huge role in that. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. But uh, my nonno on my dad's side, he started a salon in Burlington. Oh, nice, and, bro. Um, That's dope. So it's still going to the There's day. a big history so. with the Italians in the barbershop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we, we can get into all of that. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of different uh, ethnicities and cultures have uh, added to this beautiful craft that we do. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's crazy, too. Like, because it is a huge cultural thing. It like, is. It, it's it a is. huge it's cultural huge. thing. 
Italians like to look fresh all the time, man. Like <laughs> in Italy, like the barbershops in Italy are super cool. Yeah, I've never been. I gotta, I gotta experience it. Ne- neither have I, but I, I stay in touch with people there because mm. of Instagram. You know what I mean? Like we Word. have the technology. Like yeah. So, it's cool. Yeah, I wish. Uh, I would totally rock that like grease slick back hairstyle. Yeah, wasn't dude, so... you're you were me- you were born <laughs> to do such. Mm-hmm. I I hope they do like. I hope some director does a casting call in Ottawa for some like Goodfellas type movie. You'd be the perfect. I'd love uh, to be in a mafia type movie. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, Sopranos fans? Oh, bro! Do you see they're making the prequel movie? Stop! I did see that. You saw? You you didn't see that, Josh? No, I didn't. Bro, they're making a prequel to Sopranos. It's called The Many Sons of Newark, I think, and it's coming on the fall. And uh, James Gandolfini, like Tony Soprano, his son in real life is playing tony as a kid that's dope that's so dope oh Bro. i'm stoked dude like i rewatched that with my girlfriend and then like it changed her life it changed my life again like uh, that's a classic i just finished it nice. um but yeah for the first time dog it's, it's unbelievable but i'm glad they're doing the prequel in that manner because mm. that's the way it's got to be done it kind of reminded me of a uh, like the straight out of compton movie how um ice cube son mm. played ice yeah. Cube. like that's how you Full circle. Do it. yeah that shit is dope and he did a great job too. Yeah. Yo, no. talking about Sopranos, I remember when Sopranos came out, dude. I think it used to be only on uh, pay per view, or, oh, okay. or was it HBO? Something like that. Um, and it would play on Sundays, and my dad wouldn't let me watch it, and I, it would be like <laughs> I was so mad as like a young boy, like I was like twelve or thirteen. I was like, Yo, he watches this show by himself. Like, what's going on? Like, why is it? Why is Dad watching it by himself? Now I get it. Now I'm like, oh shit! I'm glad they didn't let me watch that. But that was a, bro. That show's amazing. Legendary, Love it. bro. Should I should I go to jail if I said I never watched Sopranos? No. Probably. No. You know what? I'll, the look I'm, on I'm his mad face, as hell right now. Sure. I'm mad as hell. There's always time, man. And I, I was There's just always way time. too busy watching Goosebumps and like Are You Afraid of the Dark when I was young. So. <laughs> yeah, Mitch is watching Love Island right oh, now, man, bro. I can't stop this, man. I, I get a lot of hate because I say I never like I don't like Star Wars, so I don't know if that's gonna like upset. Anyone uh, nah, I'm not a crazy Star Wars fan, but we got like, yo, you see the helmet in the shop, bro? I like saw we that. got like, yeah. I saw. I'll that. put it on, like. But, but we are huge Lord of the Rings fans. Yo, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a crazy uh, Lord bro, of the Rings dude. I can't dude. get behind that. No, nah, you can't. That's I watched it's all the good. first one, and it was like three hours, and I was like, bro, I can't watch too much. You didn't watch it when it came out though, eh? No, I just saw it like. That makes sense. If, like your age, like it, it makes sense. Like why you didn't watch Lord of the Rings? Like our shit. That was like culture for us. Yeah. I, I remember like that it shit. It was like a whole movement. It's like watching Harry Potter. Like, but you probably watched Harry Potter, right? Ah, dog. Only the first. Not two. even. See, it makes yeah. sense because of your age, bro. Yeah. And it's not even like I'm not gonna hate on you on that. Like it's, it it doesn't even make sense. Like I didn't fucking watch what's it called? Like what's some old ass movie? Like. Like, like a classic Gilligan's old movie. Island or I, exactly. I didn't watch. I, <laughs> Mich- like I, hey man, like maybe I seen uh, what's it called, Jason Bourne. But like, uh, nah, Wait. for real. Like I didn't. Uh, I I'm not gonna be mad at you for not watching those movies. Like mm. I'm trying to think. Like what's more? Did you watch Avatar? Yeah, I seen Avatar. Um, I don't know. Like my type of shipper. Like my top two favorite movies of all time are Goodfellas and Fight Club. Nice, like, classic. Because those are two movies that you can keep watching every time you watch it. They get better. You ever seen that movie with Daniel Craig? What is it? Uh, Layer Cake. That's an ill movie. Craig. Yeah. Must be an old one. Though. Oh, bro, that's like one of my favorite movies. He has a line where he's like, uh, "I just so happened." Or what is it? He's like, he's like, uh, "Fuck, what is it?" I'm an entrepreneur who. Uh, 
who sells like cocaine or some shit like that. It was like the coolest, smoothest <laughs> thing I ever heard in my life. Like it's I was like, oh shit, man. man, this guy's too cool in this movie. <laughs> I think that's like the first time Daniel Craig's ever, or if he's ever done like, has he ever done like another like bad guy type thing? He's not a bad Yo, the, guy, the but he's a drug but dealer. I have no idea. Like, oh, I can't dude, visualize. you gotta watch it. Layer Cake is fucking dope. One of the great ones for sure. Jeez, man, how long you been doing this? Uh, like, how long you been doing this for? Cutting hair? Yeah. Oh, since 2013. Okay, okay. 2013, so, uh, you know, still a baby in the game. You know, a lot of things constantly changing. A lot of uh, new hairstyles, this and that, right? And obviously, you got to you gotta stay on top of your game because, like, the young generation is starting to come up starting early, like 13, 14 years old, you know, cutting hair. Uh, so, you know, they definitely keep us sharp. Um, I definitely want to get to the level where I can say, you know, I've been doing this for 25, 30 years. Yeah. Like that would be. We have an OG in our barbershop that's yeah, been so doing it for the, 30 years, our, bro. Like yeah. it's not a game. Yeah. Tell him about it, Mitch. Yeah, man. He's, uh, you know, in his 40s, been cutting hair all over the place, you know, uh, for, for such a long time. And I remember there was one, uh, one day that he came in and he said, yo, Mitch, you see this guy right here? I've been cutting three generations of his family and the dude's 40, like 40 something. Like that's crazy, bro. I wish I could get to that. Shout out to Terrence. And shout out to Terrence, the barber, bro. That is awesome, bro. That's the shit I want to hear about more 30 often. 30 years, man. Like that's crazy. What, what, what do you think like the evolution of a barber is? Like, is there much room to like grow? Do you feel, like, how do you feel you grow like creatively as a barber? Hey man. You, know, you kind of, I guess, you kind of change with the styles, mm. you know. But uh, I, I find that one of the biggest things about being a barber is you got to be true to yourself. You got to stay, you got to stay who you are, right? And and you know, as long as you're true to yourself, man, it's gonna take you a long way. You know, some, you know what? Sometimes people don't even come here because the haircut is good. They just want to be in the shop because the the uh, environment is nice the atmosphere is dope you know great conversations all around right you know and and when it turns out that the haircut is nice that's just the bonus you know so one of the things you know coming coming here and working here um was it's more than just the cut that's one of like the mottos that we follow here uh, and you know the more and more that you come here you know sometimes you'll find yourself strolling come in here stay here for two hours for no reason just walking around standing you know it's like yo what's up man it's like good to see you having conversations with everyone and he had no business you had no no haircut no 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 appointment nothing no. it's like and being then, in new york in here you got dudes yelling ah, ah, ooh, ooh. <laughs> what it do did you, did you guys uh we're talking about movies did you guys see that new uh disney movie soul you guys seen I, that i i didn't watch soul bro i didn't watch player? it yeah. I didn't watch I it. Did I'm so lame it, for not okay. watching it, bro. But since it's a Disney movie and I didn't watch it, it's probably sad. Yeah. You know, I, I, br I had, heard mixed reviews, whenever bro. Whenever it's like some kind of music, like what's that? Was that Rio? Was it Rio? Yeah, yeah. That's the, the Brazilian one? The, 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 he, was like, the... Uh, he was dead or something like that. And then, Damn, I didn't watch Rio either. I think that's the one. That's, that's about birds, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I bring it up because there's a scene in that movie in the barbershop and it's actually quite like... It's kind of like that it's kind of like a, it's like the turning point in the movie. That was like on Instagram and stuff, and like it was making like 
making noise because it was like i'm surprised iconic. i didn't watch it bro like i was really like oh i gotta go do my homework because everyone's like in the games watching it right and like putting it like you got, flashing you, you, it. you gotta watch it just absolutely for, for the culture for sure um because yeah like that part of the movie i don't want to give anything away even to listeners right now that haven't seen it you know people get mad with the spoiler alerts but uh no like that was really like he was at a crossroads at that point and like i feel like when he walked out of the barbershop he was actually a new man after and it was like a completely that's heavy point. dude yeah, that's dude. so heavy like the fact that we have the ability to even contribute to that i believe that comes from the self but if we're a part of that wow that's humbling mm. <laughs> bro a po the power to do that what <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy bro I've, I've seen people literally like cry bro i've seen people jump up i've seen people smile like it's mm. crazy what a haircut can do for a person what's like your favorite like memory so far here yeah <sighs> damn if you, too many. Or, you or even oh, even like a even like a top three you, you, know, you know i got like, funny ones oh uh, yeah like you know obviously ones. there's like very specific moments that that you know we can easily say oh yeah that was like top top two top five whatever but i think one of the craziest things for me is is that you know we give haircuts regardless if it's for a good reason or a bad reason we've cut people's hair for for funerals we've cut people's hair for weddings right so like that contrast right there is crazy but you know the fact that people can come here and still feel you know comfortable you know they're comfortable to talk about what they're going through or comfortable to just you know, just just chop it up with everyone, bro. Like that right there is like the best moment for us, you know, where um, the moment that they sit in the chair, nothing, nothing matters. You know, everything is left right outside the yeah. door, whether you're going through a divorce, whether you're going be, uh, for a funeral. Right. None of that is brought in the chair and it's just like a clean slate, you know, simple yo, how's it going, man? How you doing? You know, how's work? This and that, right? Like just simple conversation. And that goes a long way. Cause sometimes, you know, people just want to talk and then have someone listen, you know, we'll, we'll never know if, you know, they're alone. We'll well, let's, we'll let's say there's a situation like this. Let's say there's a moment where a dude really needs to cry. Cause you know what I mean? Like, I think from time to time, men need to cry, bro. And, uh, if you need us to close the shop and for us to go in the back and cry a little bit, I'm mm. I'm willing to do that too. You know what I mean? Like mm. I'm not uh, not too manly for that. Nah, I'm it, willing to. It's uh, like a family when you walk in. Absolutely, bro. Is absolutely. That, was that hard to build? Like that kind of atmosphere? The blueprint. Now the blueprint was set up uh, set up for us to do this. For me, at least, I'm only speaking on what I do in my reality. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, I believe the blueprint was already set up like that. They mm. had that family uh aspect to it when we got here when we, we were talking about we have uh it's all good bro. <laughs> it's it's part of the vibes yeah, man people listen yeah, i have like... to yell over the fucking <laughs> the blow dryer that's real life in here um but uh going to uh back to our owners our owners are italian you know how big family is bro mm. miss a dinner miss a lunch i'm brazilian mm. i know how serious uh family is you know mm -hmm. what i mean so that culture is ingrained here that's right. not uh right. something we take lightly yeah. yeah no man that like you said like I, I feel you man like that that family vibes it it's real and um i don't know like i wonder if like like when you said the word blueprints 
Mm. Like what? Like what does that mean? Like what do you mean by that? The blueprint to here? Like, yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Let me try and break that down. So when House of Barons first started, it was a walk-in only shop. Walk-ins like only, not appointment based, was a thing like back in the days. You know what I mean? That's like an older generation thing. Um. So they created an environment where people would wait for two, three, four hours for a haircut. You know what I mean? Jeez. So that's going into the blueprint of the, like how to do things. You know what I mean? We switched it over to appointments. I don't remember when. When was it, Mitch? Probably like three, four, maybe even five years five ago. Five years ago. Um, all, all I remember is that I would come from Toronto trying to get a haircut because this is the only place I want to get a haircut. Not even get one. You'll wait, bro. And because you might not a, get one. Because it's a two-hour wait. For walk-ins it's crazy like we would have people skateboarding outside you know uh we would have like music playing outside the the whole back section is going to be packed Dudes like it's crazy smoking cigarettes you know we were kind of seen as like the vagabonds on the street you know what i mean like <laughs> as like the black sheep it was it was tough at first man creating this culture is not easy like it wasn't just like mm. butterflies and rainbows you know what i mean like it was really mm. um it's a it's been a lot of different people here and a lot of different stories a lot of backgrounds you know what i mean so mm -hmm. it it makes it a real that going back to that magical thing that we have going on here mm -hmm. like it's really, really cool, had bro. to gain the respect of the oh you got it yo this is not a, a yeah. easy shop to get your your stripes per se no. like you really got to put it in the work throw. i remember when i first walked in here getting a haircut man i was so intimidated like being like a five four five five like filipino kid coming from scarborough dude we got dudes cutting. from jail we got yeah, dudes yeah. from our, hey this is a real barbershop this yeah, isn't man. no like this isn't uh i don't know bro i think this is the best uh once again depiction of a barbershop like the best mm -hmm. uh all ways of life you name it oh absolutely all ways of doesn't life. matter where you're from who you are you know what i mean you show each other respect and mm -hmm common basic things that we were talking about that we had to go back to um simple thing uh i'm not a religious religious person at all but um treat others how you want to be treated yeah you know what i mean simple Golden little rule. things bro yeah. simple values things that i learned from my grandmother look yeah. both ways when you walk across the street <laughs> you know what i mean like step on a crack you break your mother's back you know say it yeah, yeah exactly simple rules you know just simple rules like simple that. man oh man i gotta get a I gotta get my glasses on so I'm not blind right now. <laughs> I gotta see how this looks. Jeez. So kept it on the longer side. Mitch, my guy. Right. But just tapered off the back, tapered off the side. Oh, that looks beautiful, man. Yo, listeners, go check All out right. the video. You gotta see how fresh I'm looking right now. How's that, homie? Wow, this is amazing, man. The camera can't even tell you how fresh Yo, it is, is, son. You have to come here and experience it yourself. This is clean, you man. a lot of hair, bro. That was, I get that a lot. Hidden, bro. <laughs> I, I get That's that a lot, lot bro. Hair. It's those yeah. Italian locks, You got the bro. thick, beautiful hair, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Before we go, I want to hear a funny story from the shop. A uh, funny story, damn. Yeah. We got way oh, too many, bro. We got a lot. Let me like, think about this. And, and like, the thing over here is like... We don't expose too much stories because, like, what happens in the barbershop stays in the barbershop. Okay, That's, like, a real that. thing. But I'll say, like, actually, I, I don't know what to say because I don't know there's, if, we'll, if people many. will cancel us because of uh, our wild stories. Like, um, we can literally pick a spot, 
of the shop to stand in and there was something funny that happened Absolutely. there. There's just every, so much every single thing. Like we've always thought like if we were to film this place as like a reality TV. We almost did have a reality TV show on MTV, but unfortunately Shut up. Yeah, unfortunately the gentleman who was gonna record it passed away, right? Mitch? Oh wow. That was yeah, something yeah, of that right. nature. Rest yeah. In peace. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace. It was it was really sad. Like uh that's what we were gonna do. Our bosses actually shot a few uh videos and stuff. It's online, like people can catch it like if you go search for House of Barons like right, it's on right. Vimeo or some website that people right right yeah all right i'll i'll respect the rules though if you don't want to expose them uh, no i'll no, say I'm i'll, I'll sure, say i'm sure there's one what's what's I'm one sure bro there's something i'm, um, trying, to I'm trying to think of a good one um pa, 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 okay i'll say this one and hopefully people don't get mad at us <laughs> I, I i think it's funny um so there was a kid who was uh getting the haircut and he was given a lot of trouble. I um. Oh, oh. my god! Do you think you think it's this okay? Is, like this is it's the a, perfect one. Well, like, um, it could be it could be anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, um. <laughs> <laughs> so kids, oh, kids, it, it, kids coming in for the first time when they're young can be really hard, bro. Like it's trusting people at that age is difficult. You're meeting a bunch of different people and stuff, and you're getting your first haircut. You hear scissors. You hear the clippers. It's it's scary. Okay. Um. Some are just super cool. Kids are like, some kids that come in, they're like, give me a skin fade fam. I'm ready to go. Like, you know, but um, this kid in particular was really scared and he started crying and he wouldn't stop crying. Dad tried to sit with him, everything. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile, this was like a Saturday and it was we're a full busy. shop. So we're we had like busy, five bro. barbers going and everyone had someone in the chair. Yeah. And uh, Pops was ha had enough and he just wanted the crying to stop. So he picked up his kid. Lift, him, upside, him upside down. down his hair's dangling he said cut it quick and one of the barbers just zoop, zoop, zoop. Yeah, that was it done. done let me pay for the cut Next. get out of here like that shit no was, that shit was I, I'm pretty, so I'm not funny not sure if they held him over up over the garbage but it was right here it was, it was right here i think they just flipped him upside down dude and it was just like this like we're all just cutting <laughs> and he you stopped know? crying he stopped crying because obviously he's upside down the kid's like oh what my god i'm upside happening? down like, like we're all just cutting you know having conversation ha 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 laugh 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 all of a sudden it's like oh that's all we see and then the like we're all looking like yo <laughs> is this happened? okay like <laughs> but it was it was funny and it got the job done and the kid was fine everyone's fine um but uh it, that was hella funny that's like, hilarious that's the kids so still pull up here um i don't like the fact that we see so many people bro like i can't even tell you based off that kid i have a lot of regulars and i remember a lot of my clients names and stuff like that but we also see like almost like when we're bumping we see 50 to 100 people a day shit so wow it's hard yeah it's hard man like when we're going like for real when things were normal and we have seven barbers going yeah Cutting fifteen to twenty heads each, you get pretty busy. Word. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? mm. Well, man, this was an experience. Thank you guys for this. This is amazing. Everyone listening, watching, you gotta come to House of Barons, man. Check this space out. This is this is the barbershop. There's nowhere else to go in Ottawa but here. I'm gonna come here now. This Thank is you, the man. spot. Yeah, man. Thank awesome. you, man. It's great to have you guys here. Love yeah, man. it, man. Yeah. I gotta come back. We gotta do another video. Like. Absolutely. And yo, you saying this is the only spot? No, there's hella spots in the city. I love all my barbershops in the city. A lot of people, like, for a long time mm -hmm. had, like, animosity towards each other in our really? industry. Yeah, like, these, so are, the these are things like you now. can talk about it, like, um, that are cool about our industry. Um, I feel like I'm the type of guy who just goes to every shop, and I'm going to be your friend regardless. Okay. Uh, if you like it or not, like, this, we're not on some gangster-ish when yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. to... 
the barbershop you yeah. know what i mean like it's all about love okay, and stuff cool. like that so Sh- shout some out shout, uh crow's nest shout out to uh uh sunday, the, the, the sun, sunday uh, rowan gray, gray whale the gray whale uh real studio real studio uh, all day jose uh, jose yeah um, um a lot of these guys are like original barons too you know what i mean mm-hmm. like a lot of cats capital, start here capital barbershop um, dep is it dep dep dep, dep. dep. shout out to yep. dep, dep. Uh, was, um the og jeff jeff let's <laughs> go Hughes, all man. day all day um who uh, else? Silver Fox, just up Silver the Fox up the street. Um, I'll yo, I'll go all day. Khalil's Barbershop. Um, let's go in the West End. Um, Fresh Barbershop. Fresh. Um, let's go to shops that I grew up going to. Uh, you got uh, Fresh. You got uh, Johnny, Razors. Johnny Razors. Bro, we could go for days. I, I really love this shit. Um, Ebony and Ivory. Ebony and Ivory let's go. Right. Let's go. <laughs> Mike drop. Mike drop. We know every shop in the city. It's love. <laughs> Shout, shout out to Illy Clips. Shout out to Illy. Illy's yeah. one of the best barbers in the city. Damn. All right. Cool. Yeah. No, I love that, man. Yeah. I like how it's an actual community, too. Like, everyone, like, is out here for each other. That's it's dope. It's necessary. It, and if we don't do it for ourselves, once again, no one else will. So mm-hmm. we got to support each other. All right, man. Well, you got to check it out and all the other places. My bad. <laughs> we got to do a tour. We got to hit all first, of them up. Come here first, though. Come here first. We're doing it big. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this was a this was a pleasure, man. I appreciate you guys for letting us do this, man. We gotta kick it again sometime soon. Yes, appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. Thank you. Peace, dudes. Thanks everyone for listening. Yes, sir.